DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. It is time to bring in Craig Bowlerjack. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret that Utah's in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at smartrain.net. Bowler, good morning. DJ, PK, how are you? Good. A lot of what has happened in this summer has been fairly predictable. I think most people, you included, expected Mike Conley would re-up. Maybe didn't know it for sure, but expected it. And it happened. But now there have been some other moves. Rudy Gay, Son Whiteside, what's the biggest surprise? Well, per reports, as I have to say, because I work for the Jazz, uh, I'm intrigued uh, with what the, the Jazz uh, have done. And it's all going to be coming. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're just going to stop right there, Bowler. Yeah. So were you listening when PK said that? Because i got to tell you, he just did a victory dance that I wish I didn't see. It was disgusting. No, you know, but intrigued honestly, is the word he went with, and now you've gone with it, and he figures yeah. if he if Bowler agrees with him, then it is time. I'm on the right side of history. Right, exactly. It's time right, for a victory right. lap. Yeah, those are all per reports, and I have to say that because, again, tomorrow everything becomes official. But... I am intrigued, PK. Right, DJ. <laughs> yes. I mean, we did know that Conley was the uh, was the target uh, to you know continue on the way uh, to stay healthy would be the most important issue uh, going forward. And hopefully, the Jazz have a plan in place. You can never predict injury, but I would hope uh, that Mike can stay as healthy as can be. Um, and then, of course, the other ones that uh, I, I think Rudy Gay. Uh, again, per reports, brings in uh, DJ and PK <clears throat> length, bench strength. Uh, I'm intrigued by that. Now, look, some of these players, except for Pascal, are have, are veterans in this league, right? Uh, and Pascal is another reported uh, free agent signing that's a great dear friend of Donovan Mitchell, and so that's that's good chemistry. But it's youth, right? Uh, so I'm intrigued. I think that the Jazz. You know, had a plan. Justin Zanuck said it himself. Uh, there's a plan in place. Can they go out and actually execute the plan? And I think overall, at this point in time, they're happy. I think they've beefed up their bench. They've given Quinn Snyder options uh, to allow them to play um, small ball if necessary against teams that are throwing different looks at the Jazz, as we saw during the playoffs. So. I'm excited. I mean, camp's just around the corner. And what is today? The 5th of, of August, preseason, probably underway. I haven't seen the schedule officially, but I believe about two months out. That's eight weeks, and we'll start to get some answers. Well, it's clear, DJ, listening to the esteemed Craig Bolajek, that, <laughs> that I really know my stuff. Obviously. I, mean, I, I don't think we can argue <laughs> on that. I mean, it's, it's, it's overwhelming. It's almost like uh, the two are one mind. Two different hearts beating together as one mind in that response. Is there a song? Yeah, there that? is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought so. Well, yeah. yeah, it's beautiful, and I'll sing it later if you want. Okay. Uh, I, guys, we, we go, we go <laughs> out. I would appreciate those tunes. I'll tell you, and i got to be honest, there's a couple of guys that just in summer league that jumps and, and you know, continue could be a part of this of this roster as well. Trent Force, I think, you know, he was asked to organize and run an offense. That was uh, his challenge. Uh, by uh, the summer league head coach Brian Bailey said, "Look, I want to see him organize and run a, run a, run the show." And last night, I thought he played well. He didn't have to shoot and score a lot, even though he did have a double double. But 
you know, I like uh, the way he was distributing the ball and, and, um, yeah, I was, I was impressed with both he and Doak. I mean, those, both, both those guys showed they've been in the league. And I thought it, it they shined. I thought it, it, they proved that last night, especially the game. You know, the first night, DJ, you were on radio and, you know, you saw what I saw and, uh, I still thought they looked comfortable and, and Forrest looked really aggressively offensively. But last night he was more, uh, about, being a point guard and, and putting guys in the right place. And I thought he's been very impressive in the two games we've watched. So when I look at these acquisitions reported to be, we put it on a grading scale. And so I eliminate the D and F grades. Don't consider those. And then I go as far as being the intriguing aspect of it is that these acquisitions as a whole, not any individual, including Conley, in the return. So put them all together in a pot. And as I grade them, I think they can be why why it's intriguing is because it could be average, so that would be a C. It could be above average, which would be a B. Or it could be excellent, which is an A. And I'm not sure, is it going to be A, B, or C? I've eliminated D or F. I don't think that it'll be bad, but they could be average, or it could be excellent, or anywhere in between. And that's why I'm intrigued. Oh, yeah, it's a good breakdown of A, B, and C. I mean, it it depends on, do they truly fit the system? And do they buy in? Those are the things we don't know, right? If they do, that's an A grade. A B grade would be probably PK... Uh, to see them fit in, understand their role, accept the role in so-called limited minutes, but yet important minutes, right? And if they don't buy in and they just are here and they said, okay, it was a destination point, which I don't think it is. I really don't. I mean, again, we won't know until you get a chance to discuss and talk and, and, and see, uh, you know, I think all of us kind of see body language and understand you know, how involved they want to be. But, you know, I, I think the days, honestly, of just saying, okay, um, I'm going to go and take take a contract and see where I can go from there. But I think the Quinn Snyder, the Donovan Mitchells, the Rudy Gobert's, the Dwayne Wade's, the new ownership group has a lot to do with the aggressive nature of uh, what the reported, you know, signings are. So, um I'm with you, PK. Uh, I think, you know, the grades, you can't grade yet. It's not fair. But, you know, you say A to C. Yeah. But you you got to hope it's in the B-plus range, right? right? For sure. The yeah. Yeah, to, yeah, achieve, yeah. to achieve the ultimate goal. Because you already know they've got A grades uh, with a couple of players that are starters, and they only make those other players better around them. There have been some whiffs and some off-season moves in previous years, and I realize, you know, there's been a change now. To what degree, you know, how much, how how different is it going to be? Because they did promote someone who was within the organization who had a say. He just didn't have the final say. So Jay-Z's calling the shots, now Dennis Lindsay. You know, the Jeff Green thing, that didn't work, and that's why they let him go, and they moved right, on real quick right. from that. Uh, and Davis, I, and, no. I, Ed Davis was a guy that everyone liked, but again, sometimes time catches up. That's where I was going with this. I don't think they signed to Jeff Green. I'm not worried about that. And maybe that would be the exception to PK's ruling out the DNF. But the fact that Rudy Gay was in San Antonio for four years with Popovich, he's got to have a level of buy-in and commitment and professionalism and whatever other words you want to throw in there because... 
He lasted four years in the Spurs, and they wouldn't have put up with a lot of nonsense. So what I'm worried about with him, if it's really going to go south then, is what happened to Ed, where the Jazz bought in just as everything went away. You know, and when you can't move laterally and you can't jump anymore and things just, you know, at some point father time gets you, you buy in at that exact moment. Uh, Mm -hmm. Rudy can... Rudy Gay can shoot it. He shot 38% from three. That's a good number. Three years ago, he shot 40%. That's a great number. But he's also had these 31 and 33% seasons in San Antonio from three. And maybe it's the players who are around him. And so, you know, playing off of Donovan and Mike, maybe it'll be different. But I guess those numbers, I look at them and think, well, why did that happen? Well, what what intrigues me is space uh, in the respect of of Clarkson and – uh, Donovan, uh, Joe, uh, those on the roster as we speak command respect. That's why the Jazz were, you know, on top of the heap shooting threes last year at 39%. And, you know, we know how many, they took, what, 47? Uh, I think I'm in the right ballpark close to it. Um, and it's, it's, I think the system will only give Gay uh, opportunity. Uh, to, to show his skills. I mean, he will not be the most uh, sought after. Uh, you know, they have, defense will have, defenses will have other worries. And so what I'm saying is he's going to have looks, open looks. And, you know, park yourself in the corner and get the job done. Um, but, you know, a lot of this is just to give the second unit uh, more viability and then also to allow teams to see different looks from the Utah Jazz. And, Everyone's going to have to buy into that as well. I mean, were the Jazz exposed somewhat against the Clippers? Yes, in some ways. The league has moved to six eight, six nine guys, six ten, and Rudy obviously does his job and does it well. But also, there's times the teams try to throw different looks, and now Quinn has tools uh, reportedly that will give him uh, those options. And I think that's a that's a great thing in in a Western Conference. It's still PK DJ in my mind stays wide open. Uh, I mean, Chris Paul reportedly re-signs with Phoenix, and then you look at Jamal Murray with the ACL. You don't know what Kawhi's situation will be health-wise with a repaired ACL as well. Golden State's beefed up, um, and Portland is kind of still in that you know gray area, in my opinion. Dallas, yeah, I've always been you know respectful of what the Mavericks put on the floor, but uh, and San Antonio. Let's be honest, as much as I you know, uh, admire Popovich and his tenure and the way he coaches, you know, look, they've, they've got to retool here, right? They got some pieces, uh, but they still have a, a ways to go and they're taking a deep look at some players uh, right here in Salt Lake City. So for a team that's in the mix to win it all and the Jazz making moves to indicate that's what they believe and we all believe it too, we'll see what happens. But with that in mind, it's hard for me to believe that a second-round pick can be in the rotation. But do you think there's a shot with their draft pick, Butler? I absolutely do. I, I think he's a plug-in guy, PK. Look, you know, again... I have to say reportedly will be signed tomorrow. But if you look at his background and what he was able to accomplish to win an NCAA championship, it's impressive. First and foremost, good three point shooter. Um, he's, he's got handles. He is coachable. He's hungry. He's had to 
go through his own life's challenge reportedly again, you know, had the heart issue that was he knew about in college. I think teams backed off in the NBA. The Jazz decided to look, and the doctors gave him the green light to go. I was impressed with his, his talk uh, to the media just last week. And, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those roll the dice, and I, I wish for him nothing but great health. But I think that they're, everyone's comfortable with that. But what I've seen on tape, he, he's a player that could be literally a steal uh, going from trading you know, out of the 30 spot and grabbing him in the 40 position. Um, that, that could be one of the biggest coups of the 2021 draft. Again, only time will tell. But does he fit the system? Yes, I think he does. And I think the Jazz found themselves an incredible pick who many thought would be could have been lottery or uh, a mid to, you know a mid to late first round pick and the Jazz pick him up at number 40. So uh, those go you know what PK later in, in like January when you want to start putting grades out right A, B and C, he's going to be part of that of that discussion. Uh, I truly believe that he has the ability to find minutes um, from the get go as a rookie. So, Bowler, what are your doubts about this team going forward? Because it does seem wide open. That means everybody's got a flaw somewhere. Otherwise, somebody would be a heavy favorite. Well, I'm not sure in the West, you know, is is, West, is Russell Westbrook the true fit and the true answer for LeBron's, you know, final run at, a, at another title. Um, you know, they've gathered a lot of veterans because they don't have a lot of money to spend. And so there's a lot of guys willing to put their hand up and say, hey, I'll give it a go at 36, 37 uh, under the league, you know, veterans minimum. So we'll see. We'll see how that one turns out. The Clippers, again, with Kawhi, uh, they need that piece to make a big run. The Jazz have every opportunity to be in the mix at the top of the heap, in my opinion. Look, Chris Paul had one of his greatest years at age 36, and he remained healthy throughout the playoffs, which usually that does not happen. If the Jazz were healthy, we will never know. But it still plays mind games of the what-if game. What if? Well, we may get another chance to to live it. Um, Will they be the best team in the NBA record-wise? Who knows? But I still think the whole bottom line to it, what I've learned, uh, in these in this in this postseason was you have to have your help. If you don't, one piece falls out, and teams become very fragile. Uh, and the Jazz know that as well as anybody. So, you know how you get through 82 games and how deep your team is and how well you're uh, you've reloaded and the depth that you have at each position uh, is, is the most important thing in my in my opinion. I think the Jazz have helped themselves. I really do. On paper, the Lakers look dynamic, but I'm not sure if the chemistry will be there. I'm not sure if Westbrook will ever give the ball up to AD or LeBron. It could cause issues from the get-go. You know, it kind of travels with him, right? We know that. Is he a great one-on-one player? Absolutely. I'm not sure about the team concept. And playing with LeBron, you've got to be in tune. You've got to be special. Um, I'm not sure Damian Lillard and McCollum, they've, they've run this story before, and I guess they're going to run it again at the moment, but I like their backcourt, but yet again, it's the pieces you put around them. And I know it's got to be frustrating for Blazers fans because that's a a dynamic one-two punch uh, in Portland. But I think the Jazz have just as great of opportunity 
to be in the uh, to be in the show. The big the big <laughs> the the Western Conference Finals is anybody. I really do. Uh, the East is loaded up. I tell you what, Chicago, Miami, New York. Um, wow, they made some big moves, and uh, I think the East is going to be uh, pretty difficult too this year. Are you going to Vegas? You know what? I'd like to go down and watch some games, but we're not. Bro- I'm not broadcasting, okay. but I still would like to go. I'm, I haven't decided yet. Um, I'm not sure what the mask up policy is down there, PK, but. Uh, if it's 117, it may be difficult, but uh, I would like to go. I, I think it's a great scene. It's a great place to go, great place to be inside Thomas and & Mack and Cox Pavilion. I love, I love Summer League. So you think a mask in 117 degrees, that's a combination you want no part of, huh? Well, you know, I'm going to have to think about it, you know? <laughs> Sweating yeah, like on a hot was, summer day I think it's supposed to cool down to 108 on Monday, so it, it may, that may change my mind. Well, I was down there last week, and I had the mask and the t- and the uh, tank top, so I looked fine. You look good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the tank top—that's what it really is about, right? And it was a long tank top because that's all it was. Did you wear some of that white? Uh, what do you call that on your face for burning? Um, that yeah, oxide swimmers. stuff. I tan swimmers. naturally. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Obviously, tan naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of the many gifts. Oh, DJ, what a fun show. <laughs> Are you okay over there? I burn naturally. <laughs> Leave me out in the sun for about 15 minutes. It's lobster You're time. Uh, You're lobster, man. Uh, yep. That's Swedish blood. I blame my grandmother. Yep. It's her yeah, fault. I've got one son who can walk outside and flash, just just tan and, and looks like he's been out for, for weeks and months. And then others, I don't know what happened. It's like It's like you, burn. Yep. Burn. All right, Bowler. Well, you enjoy your eight weeks of downtime until uh, until the preseason kicks in. It won't be long now. Yeah, no, I'm excited. One more night of uh, summer league tomorrow. Uh, I like the, the, the battle between Memphis and San Antonio, and then the the late game is the Jazz going after each other, uh, the White and the uh, Blue squads. And if you get a chance, drop by seven and nine o'clock. Uh, or five and seven. Pardon me, I'm thinking in Eastern time, but five and seven. I had a good crowd last night, um, and um, I'm again anxious to see more of Doak. Uh, the big guy can play, and uh, I'm, I'm impressed with his ability to uh, throw up a little hook shot, and uh, his play at the rim is dynamic as well. So, again, we haven't seen much of him because of the the ankle injury he had in the bubble last February, but. I'm glad to see him on the floor, and we get a taste of who he is and, and uh, why the Jazz drafted him. I got the white team favored by 16.5 points. 16.5? 16.5, yeah. Set the yeah line. There's some talent there. There's no doubt. A little more depth. And those guys have all played together for a few years, too. It makes a difference. Well, it makes a big difference. DK, sing us out, man. Two hearts is one. What is that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what, what happened? The batteries run down. Problem, you just want to give a little tease, man. Yeah, it's DJ, a tease. Tease. Yeah, that's his new album Don't coming out. Don't you have any showmanship fall. ability in you? Tease, right on. Two hearts believing in just one mind. You yeah. know, we're two hearts <laughs> believing in just right. one mind. Right. Did you want me to go all the way? 
I wanted you. I've never heard you sing <laughs> Phil Collins before. I always thought it'd be in the air tonight, but if it's too hard, so be it. It's always in the air tonight with me. Hey, oh. <laughs> oh, man. Bowler, good news. You get to escape. All right, I'm out. You got another half hour. Yep. Talk to you, Bowler. See you guys. Craig Bowler, Jack, TV voice of the Utah Jazz. Join us right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All right, coming up, everything you missed in this show, we'll get you up to speed. There's been a lot of college football today. Talk to Cam Miller if you missed his thoughts on the uh, NFL and what they're thinking of the youths and the Cougars and uh, his perspective as a college football analyst on the league's the conference is realigning. We will get to all of that coming up. Kyle Whittingham on uh, camp. The Utes getting underway. It's all on the way. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.